Ah, it's such a pleasure to welcome you to the Billion Dollar Mind podcast. I'm Kate, and together you and I are going to model abundance for good. So today we're discussing building um, a content plan that uh, allows you to ace your marketing plan. Okay, so um, it's my pleasure to welcome up on our stage today five amazing mastermind members of the New Media Collective, and I just wanted to give a brief chance for each of you uh, to get to know some of our experts as part of the New Media Collective. So listen closely to them, and if you are inspired to, go and follow them on their respective social media platforms, okay? So I'm so excited to welcome to the stage, uh, in the order of on my screen here, uh, Valerie, Phil, Raj, Joffrey, and Michael. And so I do want to start with Valerie, before we get started uh, talking about our topic today, uh, to give you a chance to introduce each and every one of yourselves to our listeners. And also, I always like to ask a question, a real easy question. What is your favorite social media platform to post content to? All right. So, Valerie, it's so nice to see you. Valerie Jones from Spot TV, Queen V. How are you today? Greetings. I'm awesome. And how I hope you are too. Those Brussels sprouts sound really, really good. Oh, you should have saved me some. <laughs> See, we could probably ship them out to you, but I don't know if they taste as fresh. <laughs> That's the only thing with social media. It's hard to it's hard to eat together <laughs> i know somebody maybe cool. maybe will invent content taste taste division or taste tastogram i'm already thinking of ideas but yeah i'm valerie jones i'm uh queen v spot tv and what we do is uh we create content <laughs> no we um we produce videos and um things for different um for different production media so yeah this is a great subject and glad to be here and I'm Valerie, and I'm done speaking. Thank you so much, Valerie. Uh, now, I have a, a, that question. What's your favorite social platform, Valerie? Oh, my favorite social platform for this content would probably be Facebook. Uh, and I like TikTok also. Love it. Facebook. Ooh, TikTok's fun, too. All right. Thanks, Valerie. Phil, Phil Better. Our podcast mogul himself. How are you doing today? What's your favorite platform, as if I had to guess? <laughs> Tate, I am doing wonderful. Um, I'm, I've just had a great day. A lot of interviews with clients as well as with guests for the, my podcasts. Um, as you guys know, I'm the podcast mogul, if you're listening enough or you're a brand new listener. Um, my favorite platform is the um, you know podcast platform. So if it's on Apple, Apple, Spotify, uh, good notes, a whole bunch of great uh, podcasting platforms that uh, we producers use in the background are probably my favorite. But yeah, podcasting is my favorite social media tool. So inspiring, Phil. Thanks so much. And Raj, Raj Singh, our exclusive PR UK marketing mogul. What are you up to today? Hey, Tate. Um... So I've been extremely busy. Um, I'm on the verge of signing an artist to my agency from America. And um, he's an Afrobeat hip-hop artist, and uh, we're going to be promoting him here in the UK. I just spoke to his um, father, I believe, today, and uh, we're looking to sign a long-term contract, probably to the label as well. So that's looking promising. Um, got another social media client, so yeah, I've been busy with that. Got my press release published in a on a website in Canada, um, so I'm creating content to thank them for that for tomorrow. So yeah, it's been been very very busy, man. It's just like um, in the last few weeks, I've got to be honest, um, things have just skyrocketed in terms of like it's been like a snowball effect, which I'm really humbled. I'm grateful for. And also, 
there's going to be another announcement coming soon. I think as soon as I find out find out what's going on, hopefully before Christmas, I'll have another announcement. So watch out for this space. Talk about you, Raj. We love your announcements. You keep us in suspense, and I love it. And it's always a big, big thing when you get your announcement made. So, hey, hey, Raj, what's your favorite social platform? Oh, now that's a tricky one because. Considering I do the marketing, right, and I understand each platform works differently, I wouldn't say I have one specific favorite, but the one that I do tend to use the most and I get the best out of it is Instagram, if I'm honest. Um, I get the most engagement from it and I get the most reach from it, but I think Facebook and the other platforms have their own advantages as well. And I think um, I haven't utilized enough in order to find out. And I think going to 2022, my whole strategy is changing, so watch out for that as well. I'm changing my whole structure and my strategy going into next year. Yeah, I'll pass it back to you. Wow. Go Facebook. Facebook's getting some voice, votes today, and I'm looking forward to your next year's uh, launch outs, Raj. Joffrey, Joffrey Hollingsworth, it's good to see you here in the clubhouse today in the New Media Collective. Uh, so, Joffrey Hollingsworth, I want to introduce you uh, next, so please take the mic. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm Joffrey Halsworth. I am a songwriter. I write lyrics. I compose instrumentals. I'm a singer, a rapper. If it's music related, I got you. Um, and the music that I predominantly write is based in hip hop and electronic music. Um, so I'd probably say that Instagram is my favorite platform to use. Um, I, when TikTok started to boom, it, it kind of took my attention, but Instagram was very smart and they introduced reels and they kind of reeled me back in. No pun intended. So, uh, yeah. Outstanding. I got you if you got music. That's, that's what Joffrey is saying. So lovely. And it's such a pleasure to hear your new release. Those of you who are wanting to hear Joffrey's new release, you got to check it out. He, it's over on his Instagram. You'll find it. It's a beautiful tune. You're going to love it. Awesome, Joffrey. Well, Michael, Michael Bruner, welcome to our stage today. I would love to have you get a chance to introduce yourself and tell us what your favorite social platform is. Yeah, thanks for the intro, Tate. I kind of came here under the guise that I'd be observing, but hey, front and Front and center, I will stand. Uh, yeah, so my background is content creation, video production, photography. And I, yeah, have a long history of just all over the board. I worked in an ad agency world for four years and then went solo for the last four or so. And I'm just now kind of getting into this new startup that I'm really passionate about. It's kind of conscious entrepreneurship oriented, as we mentioned over Brussels sprouts tape <laughs> and uh, it's called backup talks and it's geared towards, yeah, what we can do when we tell our full truth and have our story told and how that can work to help us grow and heal and all of the above. And my favorite platform, I haven't done social media as much in recent history, but Instagram was my go-to for the longest time. So that's my story. Thanks so much, Michael. And yeah, it was so amazing to have a beautiful conversation with you uh, over some amazing Brussels sprouts today. <laughs> so welcome to the collective. Uh, and Celestina, hello, Celestina. I would love to give you a chance to introduce yourself and tell us your favorite social platform. Well, I'll go back with Tate. I'll tell you what my favorite social media platform is. It's actually Clubhouse. I mean, I did uh, Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and none of them really resonate with me. So I think I've had the most fun on Clubhouse. I think uh, being a teacher, I love to hear myself speak and I love to mod and stuff like that. So yeah, this has been the most fun for me. And I think it's the most, um, how can you say, not transparent, but it's, a, it's the most eclectic and it gives you a chance to really connect with people um, that you wouldn't be able to do on the other platforms. You know, even TikTok, how could you connect with somebody who's got 5 million followers? Whereas here you can, you can touch 
uh, and uh, speak to people that have got quite a lot of following in on different uh, platforms. And my background, I'm an educator. I speak three languages. I work in um, special education, but I've also done lots of different other things. I've done interpreting, translation, employment counseling. I've done some counseling and coaching, you name it. I'm a bit eclectic. So there it is in a nutshell, Tate. Wow. Great to have you back, Celestina. I have, I have, uh, you know, been thinking about our conversation regarding uh, different uh, mindsets and vision, and I just am reminded of what a conscious collective this is of entrepreneurs. And I'm so glad and grateful for you to be here. And today, as you mentioned, as I mentioned, and you heard, we're talking about content. And uh, last Thursday, we talked and discussed about a marketing plan because marketing plans came up within our collective. And, you know, we record this room every Thursday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Thursday in the clubhouse. And on Thursdays, we've gotten in the habit of talking about marketing and marketing techniques for conscious entrepreneurs. And on Tuesdays, we've gotten in the habit of talking about mindset and business mindset. So that's kind of the way it's it's landed. And it's just so amazing to see this community grow up around me. Nearly three years ago, I had a vision that it would be great to bring people together who are real humans doing digital work and growing their business and sharing their values. So you're seeing the uh, you're seeing the beginnings of something that's going to be even bigger in the new year. So welcome to our podcast episode 20. Yay, we're 20 now, uh, and we're going to ace our content plan today: strategies for consistent, clear content. And uh, so I, I wanted to kind of start with a question out there to everyone, as we do ask some beautiful questions to discuss. Uh, so let's sharpen our pencils, get out our sketch pads, and rip out some crafty content and flow on the posts. So here's the first question I want to bring out to the team today. First, what kind of content speaks, uh, speaks to you uh, the, the most, like, what's your favorite uh, type of content when you're the viewer and you're out there looking? So it could be anything from, you know, what it is that uh, you like to read the post, you like to see beautiful images, you like to listen, whatever it is. I'm curious what your favorite content is. So, Joffrey, we're going to hand the mic to you. <laughs> As soon as you said it, I was like, ooh, 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 I know. Um, so uh, one of the things that really drew me to TikTok and is drawing me back to Instagram is videos of people teaching you things. One of my biggest love languages is learning. So when I get the opportunity to learn something new from somebody, it's just my favorite experience in the whole world. So I love uh, video content where someone is actively talking about an experience of theirs or just teaching me about something that I probably don't know much about. Yeah. I find those very, very interesting. I love it. How to's those videos, those, whatever it is. Uh, and I love that you brought up love language, Joffrey learning uh, is a love language. And when we share value to people, it's a way to share love to them. So I love it. Thank you so much. All right, let's hear from some others. So again, you know, what type of content speaks to you the most? We could even get creative here, right? Just social media? Or are there other types of content out there too, right? I'm reminded of uh, the newspaper um, of yesteryear and how it has different sections, right? You've got your opinion, um, your op-eds, your ads, your classifieds, all sort of different flares of content. And we mentioned earlier our favorite platforms. And so I'm kind of just wondering, you know, what other types of content speak to you the most? 
And so um, I'm going to hand the mic over to Raj to answer the question uh, with his opinion. Thanks, Tate. Uh, just quickly, can you repeat the question? Sorry. Oh, yes, of course. What type of content speaks to you the most? Okay, so for me, I would say educational because I speak to clients on a daily and I speak to quite a few clients on a daily. Um, so, for example, yesterday I spoke to, um, sorry, not yesterday, the day before I spoke to three clients back-to-back and today I spoke to two clients back-to-back. Um, and um, the thing is that uh, clients, whether you're an artist or whether you're a business, sometimes it's difficult because you don't have a budget. So for me, it's more educational and learning content because the thing is that people like to consume and try to do that particular strategy tip or look out for certain things themselves to save themselves the money from employing someone to do it. And there's nothing wrong in that. Hence why my platforms uh, give a lot of information and loads of value for that reason. So that's what resonates with me as an agency. And once that we are tending to move forward with going forward will be video because I think people have a short um, attention span. They don't like reading too much. Some people do. Don't get me wrong. People that pick up books that are readers, they will read content. Um, some people prefer reading. Some people prefer video. So it just depends on the individual uh, uh, who's consuming your content. So we tend to um, have a a mixed bag. So we use some written content with carousels on Instagram and some video content like on YouTube and Facebook. So it just depends. We vary it. Hope that answers it, mate. I love it. Moving pictures. Pictures say a thousand words, so a video must be like a billion words. <laughs> and the educational content, absolutely and for sure. It's so amazing. Well, I'm going to take a moment to allow Hutch to introduce himself, who's come into the New Media Collective. Good to see you here, Hutch. And we're answering the question, first of all, Hutch, if you'd introduce yourself and tell us your favorite social media platform, my friend. Good to see you here. Thank you, Tate. Um, uh, first and foremost, I just want to say that I'm very happy that um, I didn't uninstall Clubhouse. Um, it is now my new favorite favorite platform. Um, very happy to be here. Um, BDG New Media Collective, excuse me, episode 20. Um, and uh, Raj, thank you for the invite this morning, the ping this morning. I appreciate that. Um, and um, I, I've now figured out um, with the help of many doctors in town here, what was going on with me the last few days and it had to do with the heart medication and switching around. So, um, I hope everyone can hear me somewhat okay. Um, we can, Hutch, yeah. And what was the question again, other than the, the favorite platform? Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm glad you got things sorted out health wise, and it's great to see you here. I'm so proud of you for not uninstalling clubhouse and hutch yeah. the question was what's your favorite social platform and you answered it clubhouse okay. so yeah so yeah i'm i'm in the right spot and i was gonna uninstall it to be honest um i live in kenosha wisconsin so i have a, there's a lot of unrest going on at a time where i need a lot of rest i'm dealing with a lot of medical physical issues um and uh i had uh a seizure and a mini stroke in the last two weeks. Um, I'm going to be fine. But uh, having to put on my mask to speak to my daughter, to hide that my face is drooping is, is very difficult right now. I'm 35. But um, I'm going to get over this. I'm going to get through this. And, um, and I'm just very happy to be here. And uh, thank you very much. Well, you're welcome, Hutch. And I'm so grateful that your health is on the mend and i'm so proud that you've chosen to spend your time with us thanks so much hutch and our our our, 
our energy and our thoughts and prayers are with you, my, my friends. So, yeah, let's let's jump back into our topic of uh, our topic of acing your content plan. And you know, last, last Thursday we came up with an acronym. It was ACE, A C E, where we decided to ACE your marketing plan. You want to achieve and attract first. Then you want to be consistent with your content. And finally, having the energy and execution to be consistent. And that takes long-term patience and short-term speed. So let's talk about more ways to ace our content plan. Last week, we talked a lot about just the initial vision for a marketing strategy. This week, I think we'll talk deeper even about content. And, you know, first of all, let's jump right in. Um, uh, uh, Joffrey, I think you had something you wanted to say, my friend. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Just um, just from what you were saying to um, to execute a, a proper plan um, and I guess take some of the strain off of yourself and stress is um, stockpiling content. If you're a content creator, one of the best things you can do to take a load off of your shoulders is sit down for a day or two and even a week if you have time but just stockpile as much content as you can so that when it comes to rolling out your content consistently all you have to do is put out that thing that you already created so it it streamlines streamlines the process a lot more wow i love it Joffrey, you know I'm going to ask a follow-up question, though. That follow-up question is, how do you find it's easiest to stockpile content? I know that's a big wide-open question, but things like, where do you put it? You know, where do you put it on your phone? Where do you put it in your computer? Do you store it on a drive and this sort of thing? Uh, or, you know, where, how do you stockpile your content? Um, I probably, I start with, um creating it on my computer for the most part well i should start from the beginning the photo and video um stuff that i do i create mostly through my phone um because i have done photography for years i also have modeling lights and a studio setup so when it comes to the content i create i can keep things looking sharper and more vibrant um and then once i have the content that i want through my phone, I put it onto my computer, I'll enhance it with Photoshop if it's an image, and if it's video, I use Final Cut Pro, I'll put stuff together and always try to keep things creative and different from what I was doing before. And um, most of that stuff I store on a separate hard drive. Um, other than that, if I'm just sort of putting an idea together here and there and it's not, it's not fully fleshed out, um, I, I'll save drafts on Instagram or TikTok or whichever platform I'm using. And um, if, if I think the idea is strong enough, but it's just not quite there, I'll, I'll leave it on that platform until I figure out the best way to complete it. And then, um, yeah, then I just steadily roll out the content. I love that. H having an abundance of content, almost like a junk drawer. Uh, not that it's junk, but you know, Everyone has got a junk drawer in their kitchen or something. You pull it out and you're like, hey, there's an idea. And well said, Joffrey, you know, getting your photos and videos on the phone and then editing later, um, just just take content, you know, just have it. It takes a couple seconds to take a picture. You never know when you're out somewhere. And uh, you also said storing it on an external hard drive. What a great idea. So it doesn't get lost. I also really enjoy um, using my iPhone and uh, my uh, drive, um, I, I guess it's what, iDrive? No, <laughs> it's the AirDrive or whatever for Apple. And I put the photos in the photo and I mark them, I put them in collections and then they sit there. And I even have a collection for each client. I have a collection for the New Media Collective. So I can just look at that on all my different devices and pick and choose. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Joffrey. I really love that that tip. 
So, you know, to review that question and to introduce Joy to the stage. Uh, Joy, great to have you here. Joy Rosa. Uh, we're talking today, of course, about content plan and acing our content plan. And we do record our stage for production into our podcast, Billion Dollar Mind. So, Joy, would you like to introduce yourself and tell me what is your favorite social platform, my friend? Oh, thanks, Tate. Great question. Peace, everybody. Um, I'm Joy Rosa. I'm an acupuncturist. I'm beginning um, a small publishing company, activist, entrepreneur. And my favorite platform, I guess for right now, is either Clubhouse for like these kind of podcasts, um, like discussions, or Instagram. I think Instagram is a really wonderful way of networking, almost like um, a business card as well. Um, and it's a great way to kind of outsource products and productivity. And, um, yeah, I really loved also what Jeffrey had to say. I kind of batch my content in a similar way. So thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome, Joy. It's a pleasure to have you. And as an acupuncturist, I'll ask you the second question, everyone, uh, sort of we're going around also, is that as an acupuncturist, what is your favorite type of content to publish out there or to just view, uh, you know, video, uh, entertaining, it could be a reel, it could be audio, whatever it is. Uh, wh what would you say is your favorite type of content, Joy? Great question. I would, I would honestly say reels um, for Instagram. Um, reels get a lot of play, um, whether you have a, a personal or professional page, uh, it's very easy also to store the drafts of reels, like Joffrey was mentioning. And um, it's it's very easy to get over, you know, 500 to 1,000 views of it. So um, what I've learned, you know, every time the algorithm also changes through Instagram is that, you know, the the likes don't necessarily matter as much as the views or how widespread the content actually is. So that's really my favorite. It allows me to be creative. Um, it allows me to, you know, uh, sync up music or, or promote in um, some other way. I love it, Joy. Thanks for explaining that. I think you're right on the reels. And I just discovered today, exploring on the Explore page in Instagram, there's now a Reels tab. And I didn't notice that before. So on the Reels tab, if you type in, you know, dancing dogs, Maybe there's some reels of dancing dogs now. So if you put more real content out there, uh, you are likely going to, at some point, if you're consistent, show up on that explore page for some hashtags. Uh, so that's so beautiful. Thanks, Joy. And I'm going to get back to the rest of the crew here as uh, well as to welcome our Kushna, uh, Kushna. To the audience, it's good to see you here, my friend. Welcome to the New Media Collective. All right, everyone. So the question here, we have a couple. We kind of got excited about things. Is um, the first of which is what's our favorite content? We, you know, talked about you know how to learning content, Hi. educational content, video Hi, content. Everybody. And hello, Kasha. Um, we, I'll I'm have you. Sorry, I'm so late. Oh, that's okay. I'll tell you what, my friend. I'm going to have you introduce yourself to us in just one moment. Okay, sound like a plan? Okay, okay. I can introduce myself to everyone, partner of Clubhouse. Uh, my name is Khoshnaw Jabab Kamala. I am from Iraq, and Iraq in Kurdistan. Kurdistan is, is a part of Iraq religion. Kurdistan, and also I'm student in chemical engineering department in university, and uh, so that I mean, uh, my goal in, on Clubhouse is just to improve my language skills, especially in English, and by this way I want and I wish to do any Clubhouse in the uh, speaking English, and that's all. Outstanding. Krishna, thank you and thank welcome you. to the New Media Collective. And just by the way, my friend, it's so great to have you from Iraq. It's so lovely to have all of the diverse numbers of, of places from all over the world. And by the way, your English is sounding very 
Very good, my friend. And so today we're talking about content on my social English media. Is good. My English. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand you quite well, my friend. Okay. All right. So tell you what, back on topic, we're talking about content in social media and our content plans and what is the best type of content or what our favorite content is. So I'd like to um, ask in uh, kind of go back to some individuals here about what our favorite types of content to publish are as well as um, let's introduce another question here. How are you consistent with your posting so that you A, don't burn out completely or B, uh, never post at all, right? So what's a way that you use to uh, help yourself continuously post content effectively? And I see Michael blinked his microphone. After Michael, we'll go to Raj. Oh, sorry. I was that was an accident. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Michael. It's okay. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to add on, like planning on your posts and how you keep up to date with planning? Uh, I'd probably not be the best person, so might be a good <laughs> might be a good one to pass on. Oh, no problem at all. Raj, take it away, my friend. Thank you, Tate. Um, so what I tend to do is. I don't post every day anymore. I used to. Um, and that was purely for, uh, because uh, back when I started Instagram, it was a norm that you had to post about three to five times a day. And there were certain times of the day which you had to post because the audiences were active at a certain times. So for example, let me give you a prime example here. This wasn't the case here. This isn't the case anymore because we have insights now. But back then the insights weren't available. So you have to post at a time when you thought people were on the way to work. So that could be any time from six to nine in the morning. So you would post between that time. Then you would post between lunchtime. So that could be between 12 and two. Then you would post between time people would leave from work, going home because they're already on the phone. So that would have been between, let's say, four and six. And then you would post in the evening where people have had the dinner and it's relaxing and they're on their phones. So that would have been anything from seven to 10, right? So. That was the kind of strategy that I was using back then. However, since the insights have come in, it's given more data and it's given more information in terms of when your active users are more online. And what that does is it gives you more flexibility like when you're going to post. So what I do is I don't post every day anymore because purely for one thing that you mentioned was keyword was burnout. Um, and I felt that I couldn't keep up with the content that I had to put out. And... I had to then think of a strategy of how I can do it. And since the insights have come in, it's been a blessing in disguise because I can then choose the days which my audience is the most peak and then post on those days. So, for example, I was talking to a client today and I had to explain about the insights and I, I turned my Zoom screen on and I shared the screen with him and I showed him how he had to look for the insights. And there was so much data in there that he was a bit overwhelmed, but he appreciated the information that he did not know he had access to. You see, so that kind of um, uh, is going to assist him now going forward in terms of keeping consistency, right? Now, what I tend to do is I post anything from six posts a week to three posts a week, and that depends on my mood, right? So I may post Monday to Saturday, or sometimes I will post Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you see? And that doesn't necessarily mean that it's inconsistent. It, it just means that you're, you are keeping the algorithm guessing, and secondly, you're also keeping your audience intrigued about what post is coming next. So, for example, my last post was about influencer marketing. Tomorrow, I'm going to post about my press release that was published uh, today. And that's going to be a thankful uh, post that's going to go out tomorrow, which is Friday. And thankful Friday as well comes the weekend. So, it's all going to fall in line. So, I think it's about strategy planning as well in terms of like, what you're going to post when. So Thursday, it could be like a throwback Friday. For, um, sorry, Thursday, a throwback Thursday. Friday and Monday post could be about happy Friday, happy Monday, you know, a good weekend. It's a good start to the week. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, you could post wherever you want. So it's just about strategy planning. And I think that, that's the best way forward, I think, for most businesses. Mm. But yeah, I'll wow. too. I, I really like 
I really like what you said, Raj, about that uh, strategy. I think it may relieve some of our listeners to know that it is not necessary to post every single day if that is going to send you over the edge. Uh, burnout is real and it doesn't need to stay that way. So I love that we have so many beautiful answers coming through. I'm going to go to Hutch next, and then I saw Joffrey's mic blinking. So Hutch, how do you consistently post to keep yourself uh, putting content out and keep yourself sane? So I'm going to have to to reverse engineer this a little bit here. Um, I'm officially burnt out um, as of today. Um, the the irony, I, no coincidences anymore, right? Um, but I didn't realize this was about content planning. I just got off the phone with my manager um, for my company that manage, helps me manage and my lawyer as well. So I'm working on taking down two decades of music. I'm 35. I have two decades of music that are somewhat in circulation and then one decade of, of social media now, um, at least. I mean, I've, I've, been a, I've had a YouTube channel under my name for since 2007 or 2008 and I'm trying to take down stage dives and, and different things um, opening for Damian Marley with my hair braided and all sorts of things and um, so I'm actually doing the opposite kind of go off what Joffrey was saying as well I, I use hard drives mainly um, I do use uh, I do use my phone as well so I, I I'm going to plug Google in there a little bit. Um, the Google drives seem to work pretty well for me. Um, they're a little more, I have some visual impairment, so they're a little more friendly that way. Um, but yeah, so my content plan right now is actually is reversing it. And then I'm not going to be releasing the music I plan to release in 2018 is now being held to, um, to next year, to 2022. And um, I think I have a really good good team behind me and um and i'm really looking forward to it and I, i'm soaking in these ideas and trying to take down as many notes as possible because i want to relay them back to my my lawyer and management and um yeah so it's more of reversing the, the content plan so to speak thank you that's very interesting hutch i, I appreciate your viewpoint on that uh how do we reverse the content that's out there in order to, uh, my question to you, Hutch, is are you reversing the content so that you can create a new brand or so that you can claim back your intellectual property? More, yes, both. Um, the intellectual property and the innocence of my, my daughter as well. So you go to my Instagram, there's not a lot going on, but it's very, it looks like a Hallmark card. Uh, no disrespect to anyone, um, but it's it's basically just my daughter and I, and then with the unrest in my born and raised in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Here, um, this past couple of weeks, I'm getting everything from Karen Rogers if I have a Packer hat on, um, <laughs> to memes about my daughter and things, and it's just been very, very, very viral. Um, but on a small level. So it's people I went to school with, it's my doctors and uh, people, you know, I walk, you know, I shop with in the grocery store and things, um, which I, you know, it, it's just been sure. really, really wild. Um, wow. So I want to protect her innocence. And then a lot of the music from what, 20 years ago is a lot different. So some of the content, context, um, I'm trying to to reiterate. Um, so it's it's really uh, this is really a perfect timing here to to hear all this stuff. And, and, and Raj, that was I was on the same schedule as well um, for a little while and got completely burnt out of it. And uh, and then realized that there was people were making mock-ups of me, so to speak. And um, yeah, and so. That's that's really it. I mean, um, there's one meme that went around for a little while of me. Um, I was in the the movie. I could talk about it now. I'm off the NDA. 
but I was uh, Johnny Depp's double for the state of Wisconsin. We have the same suit size, so to speak. And um, so that was a big, big moment for me in, in 2007. Uh, my daughter was born in 2011. And there's another picture of me that was on Instagram with Chuck D and Sway um, from Sway in the Morning radio show. And uh, so people doctored those images together. And next thing you know, they had the Public Enemies rap group with crosshairs over me wearing a fedora in front of a universal truck. Um, and uh, it took me a lot out of you know, legal action and uh, to, to try to get some of that removed and taken down. And luckily I was working with Universal at the time, so they helped me do so. But, um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. Sorry to rant there. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate uh, you, Hutch, for uh, for sharing that info. And it gives our listeners uh, a different perspective on content. And I think it comes back to, you know, being conscious, being a conscious entrepreneur. And uh, as we are conscious entrepreneurs and we are authentic with one another, um, it reduces hopefully the uh, amount of disturbance that can go on out there. But even, you know, in certain cases like you, Hutch, I'm very sorry that's gone on. And I, I wish you the best at getting that resolved. And uh, we're always here to support you with the ideas of, of content creation in the future. And I just love that you have a beautiful, uh, you know, Instagram page set up with your family, those that you love. And Thank you. Uh, our hearts are with you up there in Wisconsin. So thanks for sharing, my friend. Uh, we're going to go over to uh, Joffrey here real quick uh, about uh, the content question. He had his mic blinking. And then I have a lightning round for us to wrap up with, my friend. So again, Everybody that's listening in our audience, I want to thank you um, for being here. And if you want to come and join the New Media Collective too, you can help us grow our podcast. All you need to do is tap on over to Apple uh, Podcasts and uh, give us a review. You know, if you like us, give us a five-star review. Uh, download the episode and listen. It's so great can to have I you Can I speak right now? Um, uh, just a moment, okay, Kushna? And we'll get to okay. you. Joffrey, I would love to hear from you, my friend. Thank you, Kate. Um, so actually, Hutch uh, brought up one thing that I just wanted to quickly touch on. Um, when it came, when it comes to content you want to keep up or take down, uh, just as like a little tip to anybody listening, um, one thing you want to make sure to do is archive things. Don't delete them because you never know when it's going to come in handy or when it's going to become relevant again. Um, but the thing that, that I wanted to bring up was uh, to have a process. Um, if you, whenever you're creating content or you're trying to put something out there, if you just sort of jump into it and wing it every time you do it, it's going to take you a lot longer. It's going to be more difficult and more stressful. So if you can develop a process for yourself where things don't feel like a struggle every time you're doing it, it's going to be a lot easier. Uh, you'll avoid burnout a lot better. And um, generally, your your content will be better because you can focus more on what you're creating and not so much, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to get it out there. So, uh, yeah, that's me. Awesome, Joffrey. Very beautiful. Thank you so much. And and we're running short on time. We could go for hours on the topic of content, but I, you know, getting a wet, getting our 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 palates wetted on some ideas and content is important. And I think today we really hit some really big keys. And first of all, I'm very excited about you know being able to share the value that we shared today on content that speaks to us the most. Uh, what are the tips for con consistent posting that you use the most? And for those of you listening on our podcast, I'd love to hear your tips too. Just come on over to Billion Dollar Growth on Instagram and DM me your comments. And I'll also like to invite you into our podcast environment on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 3 p.m. Mountain Time here on the Clubhouse. 
you can make your voice heard too. All right, so let's do our lightning round last here today. Um, so I have a question for each person on stage, and it's going to be a quick lightning answer because we're running a bit short on time. So here's the question. If, if a certain social media platform were a car, what type of car would it be and why? And I'll start. I want to think of Instagram. I'm going to steal Instagram first. I think Instagram is a little BMW convertible because it's fast, sporty, and beautiful. Valerie, what's your what? What about your favorite uh, social platform and what kind of car it would be to you? My favorite platform, what kind of car it would be? Um. It would be Facebook, and it would be kind of like a station wagon. <laughs> oh, yeah, the family truckster. <laughs> Phil, what do you think? Uh, my platform would be, let's say, podcast. So I would see like a, a news van. That's what it would be. It's just this person driving around in a news van, throwing out their uh, their digital information that way. Phil's driving around in a big old van with his news cameras on you. I <laughs> love it. Raj, what would you say, my friend? I'm going to be a little bit different. I'm going to say my car would be the Audi RS. I think it's the Audi R Spider, the Spider, the sports one. And the reason why I say that is because the platform I'm choosing, it's underrated and unexpected, but will deliver the results that you want. That's Pinterest. Whoa, that's amazing. I love it, Raj. Joffrey, what do you say, my friend? Um, This might be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to choose TikTok, and I'm going to say it's a Tesla. It's the, the new, young, cute thing on the block. It's a little different from everybody else. Not everybody gets it, but those who get it love it. Ooh, please say the Model S. <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joffrey. Michael, what do you think, my friend? Oh man, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't have enough, like I don't have a favorite, but if I was to pick one and have to come up with a car for it, Snapchat, it would probably be. Man, oh god, I'm just trying to think of something tacky and <laughs> like a really bright colored VW Bug. Yes, I was on that same wavelength, but I was thinking like a love bug from from the from the you know 1969 where people are you know putting too many people in the back of it if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Hutch. What's up, my friend? What what's your social platform and car to go with? So my my new favorite is, is Clubhouse, um, but I would have to go to. Um, Either I, can I have two cars? Is that is that possible? I think so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess on one in one one side of the driveway, I'd have a an ice cream truck because it's is kind of audio based. Um. So. So I, I like the fact with tinted windows, so to speak. Um. Because I I prefer prefer audio. Um. And in with with the content, and as I was explaining with my daughter, and as as Joffrey said about archiving, I, I do do that as well. Um, there's not a picture I can delete of my daughter, but um, but at the same time, for you know, that's why I say the tinted windows on the ice cream truck. Um, and then also would be my 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 first car was a, a '94 Taurus um, that had an amazing sound system. So once I get my voice up to par, um, I'll be able to to, to have uh, my six by nine pioneers back and uh, all my audio nerd gear stuff I had in there. But the thing sounded amazing. And it didn't look the best, but um, and I absolutely love Spot TV there with uh, the station wagon with Facebook. I'm having a, a hard time just even hold myself together at the moment. So thank you very much. <laughs> 
<laughs> vacation family truckster style. <laughs> Hutch, right. Hutch, thank you so much. An ice cream truck and a Ford Taurus. I love it. <laughs> how about Joy? Joy, last but not least, how about your social platform and car? <laughs> I am also giggling at the station wagon <laughs> from Valerie. But um, gosh, let me think. I mean, I use Instagram a lot. So, you know, that would be my, um, you know, that would be my, um, my town car, you know, but um, maybe I'd have to say um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse feels more like like a Toyota hybrid hatchback <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. Economic and environmental and natural and authentic. I love it. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me today and sharing your expertise and values on content creation. So thank you to Valerie, Phil, Raj, Joffrey, Michael, Hutch, Joy, as well as Celestina here in the New Media Collective. I really appreciate you. And hey, you out there, we are truly building our dream team here at the New Media Collective, and I want to invite you to come in and join the fun, too. So I prepared a special link just for you. All you have to do is type into your browser, billiondollargrowth.com slash register, and you're in. Come see why hundreds are now pouring in and get the benefit to full access to mentors and network with hundreds of like minds online too. Again, that's billiondollargrowth.com slash register. And again, I want to thank everybody for joining me today for a nice afternoon. I know I'm complete and fulfilled. And as is the tradition in the New Media Collective in the last five seconds of the show, we unmute, celebrate, thank each other. So I'll be ending the room here in five. Take care, guys. Good night from the UK. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Peace and love.